0: Thank you, Matt. This is your host. I'm Peter Karutz. We're here live in studio in St. Louis, Missouri, the Rome of the West, with John Hedrick, who is going to talk to us about scientism. What is that? Now, I didn't say Scientology. I said scientism. What in the world are we talking? First off, welcome, John. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks, Peter. It's a pleasure to be here. The opportunity to talk about this is uh, very important to me. Yeah, and, and full disclosure, John and I know each other, we're friends, we're in other organizations, so this is, is kind of just hanging around with a couple of guys who want to have a conversation, who know each other well and, yeah. and love the Lord, huh? Very good. Yeah, Very good. so tell me about this scientism.
1: Okay, uh, well, scientism, well, it's not science. Oh, okay, no, no. Although it's, I, I consider it a perversion of science. It is not, um, it is not it's more of a religion, and what it is is um, scientism is very simply put, it's the, um, the uh, belief that science is the, the source and root of all knowledge, that we don't need anything else. Also that religion, religion, is a uh, nothing but an emotion that is based on fairy tales. Interesting. That oh. is what scientism. What I had discovered, I should say, uh, about scientism—it's—I've oh, I've been at this for about three or four years, yeah. and the reason why I was—I've got into this—was because of a uh, um, concern about my grandkids. Oh wow, yeah, and and uh, other people who are turning away from the church, uh-huh. turning away from the church. Yeah. So, John, not, you know, you're
0: you're telling us that religion is a fairy tale. You know, there's a Catholic radio station and a Catholic show. I. You know they're going to be very disappointed if you're going to argue that this that this whole religion thing is just a fairy tale. I assume you're taking the counterposition to
1: I'm, that. I'm not. I'm taking what they think. Oh, Okay, good. good those good. who those who subscribe to scientism, this is what they uh, they believe. Oh, good. I found out this through um, uh, the Pew uh, Pew Research Report. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was looking for what's going on with the youth. Why are they falling away from the church? In droves. In droves. Yeah. And they did, a, they did a research report and found out that uh, a large majority of kids don't go to church because they don't believe in God. Yeah. And when they did some more talking and, and about this to, these, to their uh, studies, they found out they don't believe in God because they have lost their, their belief in religion. And they went further and found out, well, where do they get this? Uh, where did they lose this uh, faith in religion uh, of being in the uh, the religion of their parents? And it 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 found out that it's being taught in schools. Oh no
0: doubt, no doubt. And, and I what, wanna, and I don't what wanna...
1: it is, it's it's uh, that uh, again, science science is the root of all knowledge, and that religion is nothing but an emotion and uh, based on fairy tales, and that's the lie, the big lie yeah. that I found out. So. I got to thinking, what is this scientism? I started looking into it more. Now, my, my, my background is science.
0: Yeah, 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 and that, tell us, well, first off, cause I, I don't want to get fired and they're going to cut my salary in half if I don't do what I'm supposed to do. We're supposed to start with a prayer. So oh. I want to hear about you and, and a little bit about your, uh, your life, your bio and what you're doing in life. But would you mind uh, starting us off with a prayer? And don't tell anybody that we, you know, we we didn't do it right away. We just kind of
1: pushed it off. Well, it's our secret. Don't, <laughs> nobody else will know. Okay. <laughs> In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, dear Lord, uh, we gather here today to talk with you and about you and uh, hopefully to shed light on the various things that you pres- you give to us as a as a gift, the world, the the world of the universe, the gifts of your spirit, the gifts of of what you've given to us in the spiritual creation that you have you have died and and saved so that we might live in heaven forever. Uh, We'd like to ask you to inspire us to talk to to people and help them to understand the real need to become a um, a believer in you and and your son and the Holy Spirit. So we ask this in your name.
0: Amen. Amen. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, so first off, we're about to talk about scientism. What is it? But not Scientology, right? not any of that stuff. And you, you said that scientism is a belief that science is the root of all knowledge, and religion in general is some sort of a fairy tale that is just... Well, it's our emotion. Yeah, yeah. But where do you come from, man? What, what? what oh, okay. Well, what do you do? How, what's your qualifications?
1: You're a scientist or a science? What, what do you do in life? Okay, well, I was, uh, I was, uh, born a cradle Catholic. There we are. You know, the old two weeks, and I was baptized. Yeah, one year uh, for me, by the way. <laughs> I went to uh, Catholic grade school, uh-huh. uh, taught by nuns at the time, and I went to Catholic high school. Oh, look at that! And not only that, I managed to marry my high school sweetheart uh 52 years now who was 52. Irish Catholic. Oh, she's double Catholic. Double Dad. Catholic. Yeah. In fact, we had our first child 9 months and 6 days after our honeymoon. <laughs> if that isn't Catholic, nothing is.
0: I'm telling you, you, we let me tell you. We
1: Catholics know how it works. Talk about science. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, uh but uh, in my in my career, I had a couple of different choices, but one of them was to go into uh, science. I majored in physics at Rolla. Holy smokes, so physics! I, yep, majored in physics, but at the towards the end there, I got involved in computers. Mm-hmm. So I spent fifty years in the what they call now they call the science, uh, technology, engineering, and math uh, disciplines. STEM. stem. Yeah, yeah, STEM is the big deal. Hell yeah! So that you know that's a big deal in the schools, and um, so I, I spent most of my career, in fact, all my career in. Uh, applying computers and my first 45 years I spent more in in the um, chemical industry and those kinds of areas where I had to learn a lot about uh, chemistry and physics and use it Hmm. so that was good I mean I've got a good deep deep uh, immersion in that kind of uh, application of the computer so you
0: know how things work physics I take this pencil I drop it you actually know why it hit the hit the table as opposed to it just did hit the table
1: well, if you talk to Einstein, it might be a little different story there. Oh, the table hit. I think the table hit. <laughs> the, the table came up and hit. That's right. Well, see, I told
0: you. <laughs> I thought I knew. Evidently, I'm wrong. But anyway. So the you... controversy is still out. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Right. We're drawn to each other. I'm not really sitting on this chair. No, we're not just... We're, we're just kind of there pushing ourselves know, you... apart. I'm
1: not sure what space-time con- conting- uh, 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 warp I'm in right now. But yeah. I think I'm okay.
0: But anyway, the point is, you know, look, I I, I, I can add and subtract, but you you are a physicist. You know, you have, you're deep into the science thing. I mean, mm-hmm. that that is not a hobby. That is no, your I...
1: profession, your vocation, your avocation. Yeah. yeah. I you know when I was in the school, I decided to get out of physics. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I majored in physics, got a PS, but I went into computers. But I applied those computers in the physical world. Sure. Yeah. So I had to I had to know my physics, my chemistry, my mechanics, all that stuff. So that's where where I really am. And uh, was and um, as, as a result, I had to I had to really learn and I kept up mm-hmm. on all the the science and especially the science, the theoretical science. Ah, uh-huh, right. Uh, the Einsteins and the the Bohr, Niels Bohr, and the Heisenberg and the, all those uh-huh. uh, those characters. More recently, the you know the the Big Bang theory. And, oh, sure. And all of that. It's all been I've been keeping up with it. Because uh, it's 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 interesting to me.
0: Have you read uh, Mikhail um, Mikhail uh, Kaku? Uh, he he's a more of a contemporary physicist, and he he talks about uh, the multiverse and string theory. Oh yeah. Theory the, well, the and, M
1: the M M uh, M the universe. Uh uh-huh, yeah. M theory, string theory. Right. Yeah. That I yeah, and that's a that's trying to reconcile some of the discrepancies they found in. In some of the science, you know, they can't they can't explain why at the high at the highest level, the cosmological level, the world acts like this, like Einstein, right? And the way down at the micro, it, it, it's it's all um, quantum mechanics or you know quantum right. theory. They can't they have been trying been trying to merge those two ever since I was in school.
0: And they're making something up to try and merge the two. Anyway, so hold on. And that's note, what
1: science is all about.
0: That's right. And here's the point, you know, here we have a gentleman here who is actually into the science thing, you know. You you not not from me, you know, not me for example. I listen to a couple of YouTube lectures and read a couple of books and I think I know something and I don't. But this is part of what you're doing. You're coming this from a knowledgeable uh, studious scholarly standpoint right right so well, this
1: scientism is, is very important to me <laughs> absolutely sure and it should be too because it is a an aberration it's a it's not the not true science science a scientist has to be a skeptic right of, of an nth degree because you can't assume you know everything about the universe uh, and, and if I may no I should say you shouldn't
0: <laughs> yeah and if I may I'll, 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 um, I'll, I'll bring a fictitious character into it as well he has to be a skeptic but he has to be open as well I mean what did uh, the fictitious character um, Sherlock Holmes say when you have eliminated all the reasonable possibilities you have to look for the impossible and even when you're talking about physics there's certain ideas in physics that a common man
1: might say "Man, that sounds a little bit impossible well, there's another one too. that uh, uh, says that if given everything, giving everything, the simplest answer is probably the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bring it down to that,
0: and you look at some of the you know the formulas, the, the the equations that we are all very familiar with. It is extraordinarily simple, and I think the word I've heard from some physicists is this is a religion program. We got to get back to that. Yeah, is that it's elegantly Simple right elegantly simple, and isn't it amazing that the universe in some ways is so
1: elegantly
0: simple and explainable right yeah
1: now, that's gonna I guess really the the question that comes up in your mind why are we having such a battle over this yeah um, the scientism folks deny spiritual creation and and, and, I,
0: and I don't now, want to take us off track here but I'm just being a scientist here for a second, and I'm not, all right? But if I'm a scientist and I have to be skeptical and open at the same time, aren't I at an incredible disadvantage if right from the get-go I'm going to eliminate a whole category of possibilities? Right. Uh, I I reject the spiritual. I reject the, the deity. I reject God. I am already confining and... Uh, what's the word? I am biasing to a p- particular direction. And I think a scientist,
1: part of being skeptical is being unbiased. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Well, you know, the if you're unbiased, if you open, if you have an open mind to all the possibilities and anything that new comes along, you can then process. Process. But if <laughs> you are not open, you have your kind of a preconceived notions, then you do not accept those, and you kind of throw them out. Yeah, and they say they're not not uh, not important. Like, um, oh, uh, the world is not the center of the universe. I mean, we had that battle with, you know, it really wasn't a, a battle so much as it was we had we found some tools that let us see that we didn't what we didn't see before. Mm-hmm. So right. something new came along. Copernicus and Galileo. Sure. Yeah. Church, it's probably the big battle between religion and science mm-hmm. that we are, everyone wants to go back to. But it wasn't really so much about science as it was more about the structure of that time, the, the, uh, the structure of, of the what was going on in the church. The sure. The Protestant Revolution, yeah, the whole and, thing.
0: And John, would it be fair to say that it wasn't a battle between church and science? Frankly, let's go back to the beginning. Copernicus was a Catholic priest, for goodness sakes. Right? Right. Galileo and Copernicus were actually sponsored by the church. The church has been the the benefactor or the sponsor, the uh, I forget the word, uh, patron of science for millennia, right? And in a, as the church is very careful when it makes a pronouncement, I, I think with Galileo, for example, his real uh, a bone he had to pick with the church, and vice versa, was he stated things as certainties. As opposed to theories, right? I think science keeps progressing, so it's probably prudent to call things
1: theories uh, to give a little wiggle room to the progression of understanding. Right, and that's what it was. Uh, It was based on the theory was becoming fact because of some of the observations they were making and explanation of those observations. Right. Now that assumes that your observations. Are correct your measurements are correct and that's what you have to be careful in science Yeah, is that you might get the uh, uh, measuring things that don't quite aren't aren't quite uh, true right so, and you right. might think they're true but because because of what your uh, biases are yeah. John so, I'm
0: taking you off the track here so okay. let's go back to this scientism thing that you're all right
1: doing. all right so anyway uh, what I find what I found was that is a modern problem with the um, in our kids, in our, our uh, school systems, that this idea of scientism has started to, has been taken over and uh, really um, causing our kids to lose their faith. And that's what, we, uh, what I have stood up and said, we gotta stop this.
0: I'm with you, and we're gonna talk more about that. This program is scientism. I'm your host, Peter Karutz. This is St. Joseph Radio Presents, coming to you live from St. Louis, Missouri, the Rome of the West. And we're here with John Hedricks, and he is going to tell us about scientism, what is it? And kids are losing their faith. I I think that's one of the greatest heartaches of parents, when they have to look at their children as they grow up or grow older, and they're losing their faith. And that's where you kind of got into this understanding of scientism.
1: Yes. And I think that um, what I'm finding is the, I think there's a definitely... um, uh, the kids are, are, are knowledgeable about this because they're, they're losing their faith. But I, I think there's also, it's a question that people are not up, people get intimidated
0: mm.
1: by the scientism folks. They, the scientism folks come at people who are not knowledgeable of science and they kind of bowl them over. They intimidate. They make it sound like this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because believe us, It's science. Mm-hmm. Science says, right. You know, there's scientific consensus today, today, yeah, yeah. So, and if, if they come up that hard enough, a lot of people will just say, sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah. What can I do about it? I can't refute that. Oh yeah, this guy's so,
0: smart. He's got a PhD, MS. I don't know. He so, must know what he's talking about.
1: So that's where the real challenge is. Yeah. Uh, if I learn, if I've learned anything, I've learned that when you start talking about what is scientism, another. Uh, you might want to look at it this way, too. There's another word for it that's has uh, in the literature and, and some of the, um, uh, you know, the the discussion. It's called materialism. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Now, materialism isn't the, uh, the collection or hoarding, in this particular case, is not the hoarding of materials or putting materials as gods. It is really that everything in the universe is strictly material. There's no spiritual. That's what materialism so it's a kind of a synonym of scientism. Yeah. But scientism is more of an active, uh, I've got the answers, scientific science says, scientific consensus says this, believe it and mm-hmm. don't question it. So so
0: materialism in this sense is I don't believe in anything unless I can see and touch it. Exactly. Like air, like love.
1: Well, you like, can breathe
0: air. You. <laughs> yeah. But I can't touch it. I can't see it. I can't bottle it. Right. Well, I guess I can bottle it, can well, I? Well, you know,
1: it... Uh, this thing is, it's, to me, it's, it's one of the reasons why, for instance, uh, uh, people can justify, you know, to to, uh, to get into a very uh, serious topic, abortion. Mm. If you don't believe there's a spiritual creation, then the at conception, that's just a glob of cells, mm-hmm. like a cancer cell or a mole on your skin. Yeah. You can then re- just wipe it out. Yeah. I think that's probably at the root of some people... Who have accepted, and who promote abortion? It's not a,
0: a real human being, uh, and and you or and you know, sp- not necessarily a person. And I, I yeah. I'll say this, and I I had a very difficult conversation with one of my uh, um, sisters in a wonderful organization, and she said something disparaging about a particular person who may not have his office uh, for very much longer. And he she said it you know at least we should vote for the other guy whatever it was and I said look this this is this is someone who promotes abortion and she said that the church this is a Catholic the church should stay out of this business this is between a a, a woman this is her body and I said this do you have children she said yes I said do you have any boy children she said yes I, I said think about it a mother with a child living inside her that child might be a boy that child might have a different blood type that child certainly has different dna mm-hmm. from an absolute positive positively certain scientific standpoint that child is not the mother it is somebody else and and you look at like john paul said you look at things from like the wings of a dove from faith and reason from a reason standpoint or a science standpoint that's a child from a faith standpoint that's a that's a creation of god made in a, made in the image of god who has an eternal life right but i think our world has
1: perverted science and manipulated people for an end for an end absolutely and that's what it's all about it's about the end uh, whatever the end might be, is most of the time it's political. I have I have a need to change the world into a socialist state. Right. Well, how do I do that? Well, you get people to think yeah. this way that yeah. uh, about abortion or about uh, gender or about anything that that is has scientific basis as fact. But if you can morph it into your philosophy and that you can uh, um, kind of discount the spiritual side of things the spiritual nature of, of man, then you can get rid of these things. You can use these things to for your own ends.
0: I think that's why the church has been such a great promoter of science. I mean, that, where did the scientific method come from? It came from the church, for goodness exactly. sakes. And when you look at science and faith together, you have the tools in order to make greater progress and get the right
1: answers. Right, sure. right. And we are, you know, we're struggling with our kids. Absolutely. Because yeah. they, are, they are being deluged with this... Um, I call it again a perversion of science, scientism. So what do we do, John? I mean, how do we how do we uh, combat this? Well, the, one of the key things I found is what's going on in our Catholic schools. Yes. I'm really happy about that. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, I'm I am worried there for a second. I'm looking at at, at a couple of of programs. They call, well, we we uh, I guess you're familiar with STEM. Everybody, yes. Everybody is. Yeah. Well, if you add two things to STEM, religion and art. You get stream. Oh, I like that. S T R E A
0: M. Religion and art, and isn't art wonderful? And that could yeah. be everything from painting to music to performance to theater, to orchestras and etc.
1: Well, religion and art highlight the spiritual side of human. Ah. Oh. If you bring just science, just technology, just engineering and math in, then it's pretty cut cut and dry. Yeah but when it comes to adding religion in there, theology. So yeah. I always say, I'd rather, I want to be, I want to advocate theology before science. Mm-hmm. In other words, let's, let's say I believe in God first and then work out his, his universe and right. discover it. And theorize how it works, right. and then you know, uh, and then change that as we learn more. Right. So that's how I like to like to, but That's what stream is. I like that. I it's like that. it's uh it's big in our schools. It's it's more and more schools are adopting it in Catholic schools. Yes. Oh, that's great. I right here no in River idea. City. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, I know uh, down at uh, Saint Joseph uh, Imperial, uh-huh, and right? They've got a good stream program. But again, I, it's new, so. Uh-huh. Uh what we want to do is advocate it right really make make it help them bring the religion and art into their curriculum yeah. not just stem because if you just do stem you're liable to wind up with scientism ruling yeah because you don't look at the spiritual side yeah because that's what a religion and art is all about right so we if we can do that that it's a it's a great program because they, they integrate the stream lab, the stream lab, they call it. Interesting. They have the kids do projects, and then those projects are, uh, they introduce the engineering way, the engineering, pro- uh, you know, prototyping way of going to, of, you know, or even even the, the scientific method, you know, theory, go out and test, come back and, and, and uh, draw, your, uh, uh, you know, draw your conclusions, whether or not the theory works, and so forth. So it's, it's really a very good to me, that's the hope in turning this around. And you said Saint
0: Joseph and Imperial. We, we're we we're, we're a plethora of Saint Joseph around here, right? This is Saint Joseph Radio. We have. Right. We have Saint Joseph in Cottleville. We have Saint Joseph Shrine. We have the Saint Joseph in Manchester. Saint Joseph in I don't Imperial. Oh, yeah, he's that's a great guy. T- he doesn't say very much, though, does he? For getting around oh, like that? Hey, but he, he does things. Uh, <laughs> and, but you're talking about grade school. Yes. Now, and and I'm hoping we get to high school too, but. No. I do think, I think you're spot on. we got to start this in grade school or else we have this misunderstanding of what is reality. I, my, when my children were very young, I had three of them in the back, two of my girls and a, and a boy from our neighborhood. I still know the dad and the father and the family. Yeah. And my daughter, one of the two daughters was talking about praying in school. And the little boy, these are little, little kids. He, he stopped all of a sudden. He said, what, what are you talking about? You can't pray in school. You'll be in big trouble. And you know what my girls said? Again, these are girls. He said, "Why are your teachers so mean that they wouldn't let you pray?" That's the dichotomy right here. Yeah. Here, this child who is a good Jew thinks that praying is somehow wrong, bad, punishable, uh, ill-mannered, and my daughters thought it was commonplace. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that you're starting stream well, in grade I, school. Yeah, I think yeah. that's
1: a great thing. We got parents out there get at get to your schools and find out what they're doing because it is definitely um, the step in the right direction to overcome this scientism thing. Yeah, because this, uh, you know, I when I looked at this, um, I found out that that even in our parish, uh, the at the public school uh, train you know uh, sessions. The kids admitted that that's what they're taught in public schools so we had you know we found out that yeah they are being taught that religion is nothing but a i mean uh religion is nothing but a emotion based on fairy tales being scripture right so that
0: we need to figure that out right yeah and and this is uh, a wonderful example we'll come back maybe when we come back we can talk about one of those great theories that are out there that uh, I don't think most people fully understand. It's origins, the name, the reason why the name came about, the, the Big Bang Theory. It has, <laughs> I think it's a perfect example of what you're talking about, of the integration, if you will, of, the, of theology and science and physics. Well, that music keeps going, so I better just remind everyone that we are going to go away for a short bit of time. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah i i I, I, anyway so maybe that's a good intro coming back we'll talk about the big bang and what what it is what it means who came up with it why it's called the big bang okay and then and then let's think about in these last few minutes what i what you really want to get to let's get to it okay yeah 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 because i'm i I, i've enjoyed this i think everybody has oh good i don't want to miss i don't want to miss what you really want to get through
1: well, we're getting through it quite a bit. If I get the word out on, stream, on, on uh, scientism, yeah, oh, that's yeah. what I really want to get through. Oh yeah, That's what Father and I talked about. We've got to get this thing. Yeah. See, again, because people, when you start talking about it to people, mm-hmm. their eyes glaze over. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, sir. We're good? Good. We're good? Yeah. Oh, I'm... There's there's a thousand different things that can go wrong back there. So he, he kind of assures me periodically that, that we're all good. All right. we, we have uh, uh, 50 seconds. Catholic issues in the pro-life series. We're featuring the many talented speakers out of Orange County, California, and this Archdiocese of St. Louis, Missouri, including <laughs> Professor John Gresham, Father James Mason, No Kemper, Bill Federer. Love him. Love him. Love him too. To review the program list, go to
1: sjen. Here we go.
0: Welcome back to Saint Joseph Radio presents coming to you live from St. Louis, Missouri, the Rome of the West. I am your host today, Peter Karutz. We're live in studio with John Hedricks, and we are Hedrick, and we are talking about. It's my, it's my failing. I am always messing up names. It is our talk today, which is John's talk. Scientism, what is it? And as I was trying to squeeze one more word in before the break we were going to talk a little bit about that integration between theology and science, and I thought maybe if we talk a little bit about the background of the Big Bang Theory, that might bring that out. Let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, you know, the Big Bang uh, uh, moniker that is on that theory, if you will, is actually a disparaging remark. So the um, inventor, if you will, the theorist of this, a theory was presenting a paper and afterwards it's it's um, peer-reviewed and one of his peers came out and was mocking him and in his mocking he called it his Big Bang Theory and the and the Term name
1: kept that
0: <laughs> it, it it's stuck it's stuck it's stuck and the the theorist here that we're talking about is actually a Catholic priest Mm-hmm. who who came up with this theory. A Jesuit. <laughs> uh, oh, and a Jesuit, no less. Yeah, hey, so there are a couple of good ones out there. Oh. <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> I love them. Hey, I went to Loyola. I love those folks. Uh, they, look, they're in the forgiveness business. They, you know, that's what happens. But what I just wanted to say is, what did the church teach about creation? That God, from outside of time and space and matter, entered into it and created time and space and matter From what? From nothing. Mm -hmm. He created everything, ex-no-hilo, from from nothing, everything. And what is the Big Bang Theory? It says that all of this was created from quite literally a singularity of nothing, right? The the, the two theories, and I don't know whether it's true or not, but it seems to integrate a little bit
1: with theology. It is true, and I think what, uh, of course, right now they're talking about the multiverse versus a universe or a right. single universe. Right. But even, I, I, I follow you know, Father Spitzer on, on- Oh, love him.
0: I love him. And yeah. why, why is he so smart about the universe, Spitzer? I mean, I love he, this guy. Aside he, from being blind, he has a great insight. He talks to us.
1: <laughs> In a language we <laughs> can understand. <laughs> That's true. Brilliant man <laughs> can talk to us simpletons. He, he brings it across simply but powerfully. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess the the um, the, the Big Bang really flew in the face of a lot of scientists right. who, uh, uh, who were at the time uh, adhering to the steady-state model. Right. Uh, in other words, the
0: steady-state model meaning that there always was a universe always, as opposed to a beginning. Always was and uh,
1: always will be. Yes. And time had no beginning. Right. That is the key, I guess, the key to everything. Yes. So that when this Big Bang, when they started looking at the expansion of the universe through telescopes and all sorts mm-hmm. of other uh, techniques, they found out that the universe was expanding.
0: In all directions.
1: In all directions. So it, it was, if you think about that through, and it, there's a lot of different, you know, uh, uh, theories involved, but and I, even some scientific evidence, it had to come down to a single point right. Right, that blew up. Mm-hmm. It blew up, and it just became this... Ever expanding universe, mm-hmm. so that that's really where the Big Bang came from, as you said, and but it it flew in the face of this, of the steady state. So right. The, so the steady state folk that are, was conventional wisdom. Oh yeah, you're an idiot if
0: you didn't believe right. that. Yeah. In fact,
1: there's still a very very big uh, contingent, which that's very big. That's that's kind of nebulous. There's still some people who adhere to the to that fact and Is they right? they come up with this multiverse right 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 you yeah. know one one universe creates the next universe yeah. creates the next universe and it's on and and if somebody someone wants opposed it as a circle right just keeps going in circles forever mm-hmm. so they've been trying to recreate the steady state the the no time beginning because if time began somebody had to start the clock and
0: if time began someone had to start the clock and that person who started the clock could not be part of the clock. Right. Right. If I'm going to create exactly. time, I have outside. to come outside. <laughs> I have to come from right. outside of time. That's right. You know, when I look at this phone, just to be really an, a complete idiot, when I am looking for the creator of the phone, I don't take a screwdriver and pry it apart and look inside and try and find the creator. Nope. The creator came from outside of this phone and our world and universe. Must be the same thing, right? Hey. If I were to create matter and time and space, I must have come from outside of time and matter yeah, and, and space. space.
1: And that's who we believe is God. God. Yeah. So that's how we get to the okay. God did it. God cre- snapped his finger and pop. There it goes. Now we've learned a lot about the Big Bang. I know the the uh, recently. We put more uh the, the hubble's uh, telescope mm-hmm. we learned that there are some portions of that universe way back because we we are seeing from the beginning mm-hmm. I mean we don't when you look at a star, you're not looking at now you're looking at in some cases billions of years before that right what they were finding out is that at the in the original uh motion of the big bang the um the the galaxies the nebulae whatever weren't expanding as fast as they are now. Interesting. And that kind of, was counterintuitive. Uh-huh. Something, so they started saying something else had to be going on. Now what you'll hear in the literature is a thing called dark matter, dark energy. That's new, isn't it? It's new because, yeah. because they found this discrepancy in the Big Bang Theory that it just didn't start as a point and immediately accelerated out as keep going and it's getting slower and slower. It's actually just the opposite. And, and something the, is pulling. Yeah, and, and isn't pushing the, and pulling? The, the
0: other bit of it is that when they did the, I call it the matter balance, there wasn't enough matter to account for. There wasn't enough stuff to account for all the matter, well, so they had to invent dark matter. Yeah,
1: that. When so they realized that this thing wasn't expanding as fast as it should have been, they started looking at well, what is going on out there? There must be something else, like dark matter and dark energy, that is slowing things down. Yeah, right. And that's where they. Conjured up, or I should say. They, they um, theorized yeah. about dark matter. Now we're we're looking for it. Sure. I always have a you know I keep kidding some people that I talk to about dark matter. You you don't if you can't see it, how can you ever know it's <laughs> there? Dark matter, dark. Well, that's the you know you, you get the indirect measurements. So <laughs> getting getting back
0: to the theology and the science here, and again you're the scientist and I'm not. Here's the one thing I I would think is in, um, not only intuitive but compelling. Right, I am in a universe that has been going on for X billions of years and if they want to talk about uh, the, the circle with the universe created and uncreated and created I mean Those we're talking about we're talking about and uh, truly an infinite period of time but John you and I are here at this moment talking about this theory what are the odds of that happening, if if there was an infinite period of time with no uh, no creator? I mean, the odds it, have got to be. I don't have enough faith to believe this just so so happened, just by happenstance, just with you know various cosmic things colliding and c- carrying on. I, I think that takes too much faith to believe that that's possible. It's much simpler, much more elegant, much more reasonable to say. We have a God who actually did
1: it and designed it and created us for this moment now. Now, and that's true. Uh, you know, and if given, given all the complexity, the simplest answer is the correct one. God snapping his finger seems to make a lot of sense. Yeah, right? I think. Now, you know, what if we didn't have our religion or mm. the experiences with the spiritual side? The supernatural, right. Jesus Christ. What if we didn't have that? Right. You know, what, what conclusions could we come to if we didn't have that fact in our minds? It's a fact because he he lived. We know a lot of things he has done. He has set up this our church. Mm-hmm. Our church is alive and well for two thousand years. Mm-hmm. So the evidence is that the again back to the spiritual creation yes. is real. Right. And it was it actually precedes the physical creation. Sure, absolutely. It also will will succeed <laughs> and become. It's key to continue on as our spiritual creation, and when we lose the physical, so it, you just have to realize this. If, if you deny the 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 spiritual creation, you're denying a big part of who we are and what we what we're about here on Earth and how we study these things. Right. But the Big Bang is is a uh, uh, Accepted as fact, uh, all of its nuances, all of its little details yeah. are not yet cleared up. I still don't know what was the singularity that caused this. Sure. Yeah. Um, I should say caused it. That was the, in, the initiator of it. Right. We know who caused it. Right. <laughs> That's right. At least I know who caused it. I right. believe, uh, you know, uh, 100%. So, yeah, Big Bang is is the one. The other one, I guess, you know, if we want to go into theories. Sure. uh, You've got got the big one is um, uh, evolution.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Evolution,
1: talk. evolution. You know? I, I want to talk
0: about that and, okay. and, and uh, I, I don't want to talk about it. I want you to talk about <laughs> it. But just so we know, the church doesn't uh, say that we must believe in evolution or we must not believe in evolution. Right. But what the church says, that in either case of this particular theory, I have air quotes going, it is a theory that we must believe as Catholics that God caused it. Mm-hmm. So, but tell me about the evolutionary issues there.
1: Well, you know the the idea of uh darwinism right which is that uh it's kind of the survival of the fittest mm-hmm. and it was kind of a it's it's kind of a, a dice <laughs> a rolling dice as right. we went through and developed uh, as as the uh the uh, uh natural world the 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 uh, animal world developed over time mm-hmm. uh that that is you know that is the the crux of darwinism now i you know the 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 problem you have to get into is that uh, if you look at the fossil record and the other, some of the other other aspects of it some people have raised the issue that it's like uh, a reptile sat down in a nest laid an egg and out came a mammal right there there's discontinuities right so that, that darwinism doesn't quite you know answer that question why such a why so many discontinuities right. in the fossil record that we've been able to and uncover and in his so, book the movement of, of the the physical biological world, along the way, that makes that doesn't you know violate anything that we read or hear in scripture mm-hmm. or in our, our minds about what we've uh, observed.
0: And and uh, I, uh, what in the Origin of Species I think is is, is yeah. the book that we all talk about. Oh yeah, he, you know there are a few things that he would he points out are uh, that would be deal breakers for him well for one we have the cambrian explosion you were alluding to yep everything appeared instantly
1: mm-hmm. that doesn't
0: that that doesn't you know work in conjunction with you that know. theory at all and then i think one of the theories is uh, irre- irreducible complexity and i think about one thing just think about one one Thing. Remember, where everything is happenstance. and, you know, this bump happened and go into that bump, and we have a little goop there and a goop there. And and someday, somehow, some way, an eye is created. Mm-hmm. The eye is
1: amazing. It's
0: that's, that's nutty, crazy to say this is just accidental.
1: Yeah, the ac- the accidental, the rolling the dice, is what is really hard to accept because uh, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, if
0: you add spirituality to it. If you a add the spiritual
1: creation to it, and that's where we're back to scientism yeah. uh, they can get away with with uh saying that it is scientific fact because they don't appreciate and don't uh, talk about the spiritual creation yeah. if if you deny spiritual creation, you really have a hard time understanding I have a hard time understanding where they're coming from, sure because there's so much uh, evidence of ex of supernatural and uh, especially in in our our church in our in our uh, Catholic faith, uh, the the you know uh, I, I go back to one of my favorite uh, uh, periods was Fatima. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kind of We're we're here getting in trouble. I'm I'm always <laughs> in trouble for pounding on the table. And so he, he's got me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> but Fatima, Fatima, yeah. Fatima. I mean, uh, when I was in uh, third grade, my third grade teacher. Uh, her grandmother was at Fatima. Oh, wow. So we, we got an uh, immersion. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> in to my campus schools on, on Fatima. But we went over and visited, and if you look at the, the miracle. Right,
0: the miracle that, of the sun. Of yeah.
1: the, well, the miracle of the sun, but the fact that that was, had been pouring down rain all day long. Right. And everybody was wet, and it was muddy, sopping, just terrible. Right. And then within 10 minutes of that sun appearing. Boom everything was dry yeah everybody was dry the ground was dry it was like that's a miracle yeah and that's to again our, our our lady through the intercession of our lady anyway our lord says believe right and then we have we have all kinds of evidence of this spiritual creation that is hard for the hard to uh, to dis- discount uh we've uh, you know, I'm a very, I'm very big into Eucharistic miracles. Yes. Not that I'm big in it. And I'm just... going to
0: just interrupt you for a second. The with regard to Eucharistic miracles, I just came and heard you speak at the uh, C.T.M. Uh, group in Imperial at St. Joseph's, and that was recorded, and mm-hmm. that'll be up on our YouTube channel. So you need to check it out. It was absolutely incredible. And one of the stories you talk about is. The uh, Bergoglio mi- uh, Miracle. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you tell me about that a little bit, or us. But I do want to remind our listeners that this is St. Joseph Radio Presents, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, the Rome of the West. And we are live with John Hedrick, and we are talking about scientism. What is it? With a
1: small
0: right turn over <laughs> to Eucharistic miracles.
1: Well, the, yeah, scientism uh, refutes and denies spiritual creation. Yeah. So we're always looking for... I'm always looking for well um for I'm not well I'm a scientist. You're a I'm looking scientist. for evidence. Yeah. And uh, it took me a while but I found it. Yeah. And that is Eucharistic miracles is yeah. one of them. And uh And, and let for our listeners, it, it, what do you mean by
0: Eucharistic miracles?
1: Okay. Uh from back in uh, 750 AD and before that all the way through to 1996 the latest. There's been a case where cases uh, occasions when the Eucharistic host consecrated consecrated Eucharistic host on the altar has bled, and the the bleeding they call it the bleeding host miracle for that reason that bleeding has been in some cases like uh the one i I visited Santorum of Portugal it happened in twelve forty seven and it there's still it's still there I saw it. it's still in inca- encapsulated so it it was uh, a case where a woman, who um, uh, she went, she uh, visited a sorceress to mm-hmm. find out to have, to have uh, some problem solved with her life. The sorceress says, "Go get me a eucharistic host, you know, a consecrated eucharistic host, and bring it back." Well, on the way back, it started bleeding. Mm-hmm. She put it into it. She she got scared. Didn't go to the sorceress. wound up at home. Put it into a, a trunk in her room. That night the trunk began to glow. Wow! And ever since that time, twelve forty seven, every year they celebrate this miracle, and it, it's it looks like flesh mm-hmm. and blood. Mm-hmm. The host has cha- changed into the body and blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. So to, for me, that was the big, uh, I, big evidence that I I've always wanted. To say that yes, it is there is a real presence, yeah. um, without the qualify. You know, St. Thomas, he had to poke his finger in, in the oh, nail holes yeah, yeah, right. and say, "Well, yeah. you know, some of us are still St. Thomas's. Yeah. But but John, <laughs>
0: but, you know, this is not unique. There's several.
1: There's 155 yeah. around the world. Right. Uh, the most recent one was down in in uh, one of the most recent one ones was down in Argentina mm-hmm. with uh, who happened to be involved with our our current Pope Francis, and um, that one was sent to uh, scientific labs, and they came back.
0: Uh, I'll interrupt you. Anonymously,
1: yeah. Th- the, the good, labs good had
0: no idea what the source was, what the purpose of the test was. It was totally
1: blind. They, w- they sent the, the, uh, the samples to Australia, to New York, and I forgot there's one other. Anyway, they, they came back with the, the results all the same. Which were? which were, it was the muscle of the right of the heart. Right ventricle. Right ventricle of a live person. That was, that was the most amazing thing. They said, well, this is, this is like, you gave me a, a person's- Live heart. Live heart. heart right. to, to, and it was type AB blood. E- every time. Every time. And it, uh, the flesh was actually interwoven the flesh was actually interwoven with the, or I should say the host, the bread, was interwoven with the flesh. Mm-hmm. And so they came, they came back and said, this is what we found. And then they said, do you know what this is? And they said, no. They, they, the, uh, the, um, they told them, and the scientists were flabbergasted.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slip in the, a, a little bit of, of a story there. So before they told them what that sample was, Bergoglio had a second sample sent. And this was from a miracle, a Eucharistic miracle in 850, right. A.D. And they sent the second sample, and the scientists said, this sample came from the same person. And then they told them what they were studying.
1: And holy the, smokes, the, the oh. scientists were taken back a little. So, so again, these this is evidence. Absolutely, evidence of a spiritual creation. Right beyond beyond in, in my in my mind. I mean, being a doubting Thomas, a scientist, I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I there's no doubt about it in my mind. I've always believed, but now I know. And it's a absolutely
0: difference. consistent with Catholic teaching because, because we as Catholics believe that the host. And the appearance of the host as bread, and the appearance of the wine uh, of the blood as wine, and the taste, etc., is what they call the accidents of appearance—the right. accidents, not the substance of right. it. The substance is the real body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. But the accident of appearance is the wheat host right. and the wine. Blood.
1: So besides, you know, going going into back to our, our science. Yes,
0: side. yes, please. <laughs> this is a whole another program. Oh, no, well,
1: this is a big subject. Yeah. The, the stream is the way of introducing religion and art into the science mm-hmm. curriculum, and also use that to to thwart this scientism thing. But it's it's also the 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 uh, knowledge the uh, knowledge of this these miracles is. The way to if we can get it into the hands of our kids mm. it's their way of combating this scientism mm-hmm. uh, malarkey that there is no spiritual creation right. there's only a physical creation right and that is that is what we have to overcome so it it goes along with with uh, the stream to me it's exposing some of the evidence that our Lord has been so kind in <laughs> you know I uh, the Shroud of Turin Mm-hmm. I mean, Shrata Turin has been analyzing up and down, and the the blood type is AB, same as blood the blood type is A-B. some, some is the Eucharistic miracles, yeah. and uh, the the whole these whole all these artifacts that our Lord has given us are to me are a, a, a method of combating this scientism, because yeah. they are saying well, you, scientific knowledge, or science says, are there scientific consensus? Well, let's get scientific consensus on these uh evidence on this evidence of a spiritual creation. Because yeah. it was given to us by God. I if you think he said I probably up there saying, Boy, oh, I died on the cross for them." Yeah. <laughs> and I still got to convince them.
0: <laughs> oh, well, seriously, you know, I mean, and scripture tells us the same thing where, you know, the the um uh, the rich man dying And Lazarus used to beg for the droppings of uh, food from his table, and um, and the rich man said, "Let me go back and tell my mourn my brothers." And Abraham says, "No, they won't even they'll never believe you." But what I think is interesting is that in that story, Lazarus is named, Moses, uh, Abraham is named, but that rich man has no name. That's right. I've heard that before. He is so many different people. Good thought, But man. even if we, and that's what, you know, our Lord gives us these great miracles. But if you want to say no, he's going to respect your free will. <laughs> he will. He is not just going to underst- force you.
1: Just understand the consequences. That's right. That's right. Buy some fire insurance, you know. Yeah, would you please Whatever. Do? Hey. <laughs>
0: But, but, you know, in terms of science, you know, the Shroud had great scientific efforts gone into the anal- analyzation of this. And there's, a, there's actually a, a lawyer here in St. Louis, mm-hmm. uh, I forget it, Antonacci, I know is his last name. I forget what his first name is. But he's a sole practitioner, and he's devoted so much of his resources and so much of his time to a study of the Shroud. He's not even Catholic. Right.
1: But you know, it's so fascinating. It is absolutely I, I met him, He came to our parish. Did he presented the shroud? Ah. you know, it was, it was a facsimile. It wasn't a real. Oh, one. right, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. But he he went through the whole science and the whole you know story of the shroud and how that how they uh, at one time they did some carbon dating, yeah, and they came back with fourteen hundred. Right. And then they found out that there was a fire, in in Turin at, at that time, and they had patched the right. shroud. With that material, and they took the, the the sample from that material that they put in there. Yeah, thank so you very they much. would get that fourteen hundred. They took another sample material, and it went back to the beginning.
0: And more than that, with the part of that sample, uh, they also found pollen. Yeah, and the pollens they found were exclusive to the Middle East, in the Jerusalem, and and of that particular time. So it was, you know, our, you know, again, our Lord doesn't force us to believe, but Boy, he gives us an
1: awful lot of opportunities to he do He appreciates so. our doubt. He appreciates our doubt. The human, well, you know, look, look what happened on Adam and Eve. Yeah, no doubt. Pride can get in our way.
0: And I, I, I'd like to talk about the children again. You know, okay. It's so important to, to get this opportunity of knowledge and spirituality in with the children. So I'm, I'm going to go with both ends. You know, I know so many um, atheists who come to the faith through art and beauty and that's part of the stream you're talking about, Mm -hmm. art and beauty. That is one of those things that defies materialism. Art and beauty are beyond the material. It's in the emotion. It's
1: in the spirituality. Right. Well, it's the brain, the mind. I I like to distinguish between the brain and the mind. Right. Um, Again, the... Scientism, folks. They will. They discount the idea of a of a spiritual mind. Right. Everything is in, in the brain. Right. You know, yeah. all a little, in, all of your memories are stored away in a little sc- compartment in there. and, and I like. And, go ahead. Yeah. Go, uh,
0: and, and I like to go back to the children as well. You were yeah. talking about stop. You know, starting this with children. And yes. I, I still remember my girls when they were little, and we talk about their guardian angels, and the imagination that a child has, right? right? And in the imagination, and our Lord says we have to be like little children, but what I think of is this. A child has the connection to God and God-like matters better than we can. Children have this God-like intellect, right? Their yeah. imagination is so close to reality. And what did Aquinas said? You or I can conceive of a unicorn, but we can't make it real. Children's imagination are so vivid make make. that they can almost touch the reality there. But when God conceives of an idea, it is, it is. right? You know, in the first chapter of John, right? In the beginning, there was there was God, and the Word was with That's God, right. and, and the, the word God, was God was God, and all things came into being through the word, when we say the word, the thought. Children have that unique connection, and that's where art comes into mm-hmm. art and uh, science and beauty are so much better described through the eyes of a child. Exactly,
1: and and they're so more, they're much more receptive to it. Yeah, they their imaginations are not biased, yeah. <laughs> are not warped. Maybe is a better word for it, but. They really have imaginations i I love talking to my grandkids they 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 open up doors don't they of yeah. of understanding that i didn't think of it that way, yeah. or I haven't thought of it that way in a long time anyway yeah. but they they do they have this imagination you know it, uh, the thing that um, i just just occurred to me is church art
0: church art absolutely you yeah. know
1: uh, we uh if you go to Rome or you go to any any of the uh the uh, old time situations the church art is it's just elaborate yeah just beautiful It'd blow you away yeah. out of this world crazy their thoughts because that's all they had to, to work with right they didn't have video or right. pictures they had to yeah. work with the art
0: or time limits
1: time limits yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sistine chapel oh I right mean, you know so yeah the kids if the kids can be exposed to that art and make art as part of their of their being about their well-being mm-hmm. I think uh, we we can also overcome this Scientism, you know raw physical only yeah. Uh, Mentality, yeah uh,
0: one more segue and then we'll, we'll we'll wrap up, but one of the things that uh, Foreigners and I'll say the Japanese in particular why they come to the United States for their education because they don't they they appreciate the imagination that is inherent in Americans Versus their, I'll say, strict scientism, and that imagination creates great things like iPhones and you know can, microwaves. Yeah. and it, they can do it from a scientific standpoint, but putting it, conceiving of it, is a different trick. That's true. John, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for much for continuing Peter. on and going over the limit, huh?
1: All right, all right. Hey, we did it. We did it. All we right. We spanned the whole science world. We'll see it.
0: We'll see you soon. <laughs>